This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The best way to be able to rejoice is to give God the praise that he is due. So let us praise God from whom all blessings flow. From whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We as a people are being called to worship. That's what we're here for. We're here to worship the Lord. We are being called to worship. Though you are muted, you may see the screen. You may do the congregational part, even if we do not hear you. I will read through, but you participate by doing the response. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within thy gates, O Jerusalem. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek thy good. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. Lord, I have loved thy habitation, the place where thy honor dwelleth. For the Lord is in his holy temple, let all the earth keep silence before him. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye earth, sing his praises. And let his praises be sung this day, as we hear lift every voice. <coughs> we just had the most amazing... <coughs>
Hallelujah and praise God. Now we will be led to the throne of grace by Sister Pamela Womack Gardner as we hear from the Lord as she's praised. Thank you, Lord. Let us look to the Lord, most gracious God, kind God, loving God, omnipotent God, omniscient God, omnipresent God. You know everything. You see all. You direct all. You love all. Father, we come to you on this first Sunday in the month of February, which here in the United States we call the beginning of Black History Month. Lord, you know the story of your people and you know the story of oppressed people all around the world. But Lord, you love us. We are your creation. And we thank you for allowing us to rise this morning and be with you and to hear a word from you. Lord, we just ask you to bless each and every member of Bethel, wherever they are. We ask you to touch visitors and friends of Bethel, wherever they are. We ask you, Lord, to pour out your Holy Spirit on this branch of Zion known as Bethel, Lord, as we continue to work toward the building of your kingdom. Lord, we ask you to fill our pastor with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Touch her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet and all in between. Lord, anoint her voice so that it is strong and powerful. And Lord, we know that it's not too much to ask you to touch our hearts, our ears, and our minds so that we might hear what thus saith the Lord. Holy Spirit, fall down on this virtual worship, Lord. Fill us all up with your Holy Spirit, Lord. There's a pandemic outside and people are grieving. And God, we need to hear a word from you today. We need to hear a word from you. But God, you have promised to your people that you would never leave us nor forsake us. And we trust you through this time. Lord, we know that you can make a way out of no way. And when we see darkness, Lord, you can send your light. Father God, as your people, we will let our light shine and we will let people know that the light that is shining in us is the light of Jesus, who is the Christ. So Lord, let anyone who is on this Zoom meeting, wherever you are watching us, Father God, where, wherever people are watching us, Father God, let them know that they can receive light, love, and pardoning of their sins through Jesus Christ. Let us know that 
There is no hurt that is too bad that heaven cannot fulfill. There's no sorrow so great that the Lord cannot heal it. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to heal our minds, heal our bodies, heal our souls, heal our hearts. And we will be careful to give you all of the honor, the glory, and the praise. We love you, Lord. We honor you in the precious name of Jesus, who is our Savior, Lord, and Redeemer. Amen. And amen. Amen. Now we will hear from our ministry in music.
Praise the Lord, everybody. Jesus is the king and he is welcome to come in. Lord, you are welcome in this place and we praise you for coming in. At this time, we are going to have a celebration of, of benevolence. We're gonna have uh, Sister Pamela Jones present the sleeping bag report. Hello? Hello, we can hear you, Sister Jones. Okay, I just wanna say, uh, praise the Lord. We met our goal. Um, we had a goal of $1,000 and we had very little time to get it. And so, uh, you know, the Lord made that happen through the donations. You know, thank you everybody from the church who donated, but we had other donations also. Uh, so our donations came up to $1,100 plus a $50 gift certificate from Walmart. Praise the then Lord. we got our tax exempt. So $77.58 came back to us. So we went we went over and above our goal. And thank you to the pastor who made all the scriptures, little scriptures out, and I was able to put them on the uh, each sleeping bag. But the bags cost eleven eighty one. The bags cost eleven eighty one. Forty five of them. Forty five for forty five bags. And we got seventy seven back from that. I did say that. Okay, but you needed. To and we got seventy seven fifty eight back from that. We brought forty five bags. We had and five. we had five donated, so we have fifty bags. So right now we have $50 and I think we're going to donate that to try to help feed the homeless. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Awesome. And you all did that very quickly. So uh, thank That's you. That's how God can move. He can move yes. fast. But you yes. know what I find that was so amazing? That God is just overwhelming. He gave us exactly what we needed. You know, the, the they cost eleven eighty one to forty five dollars, but we raised eleven fifty, but then we ended up getting seventy seven fifty eight back from the tax exempt. So it's almost to the you know, number that he granted us to to do that. It's just amazing how overwhelming how great he is. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Praise report. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. That is so good. Yes, he time. is awesome. God is awesome. All the okay. time. Next, at this time, we are going to move into the next section of our service. And we are going to have Oh, uh, sorry. Having trouble reading my report here. We're going to have our scripture reading. And if you will look at the screen, and if you can't see the screen, you may open your Bibles, whether they are electronic or uh, Bibles that you will hold in your hand, physical to Psalm 147. 
Open up to Psalm 147. <clears throat> and we're going to start at verse 1 and go to verse 12. And when you have it, raise your hand, give a shout. But Psalm 147, verses 1 through 12, and then we're going to read verse 21c of the same psalm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How good it is to sing praises to our God. How pleasant it is to honor him with praise. The Lord rebuilds Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars and calls them all by their names. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. There is no limit to his wisdom. The Lord lifts up the lowly, but casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make music to our God upon the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds and prepares rain for the earth. He makes grass to grow upon the mountains and green plants to serve mankind. He provides food for flocks and herds and for the young ravens when they cry. He is not impressed by the might of a horse. He has no pleasure in the strength of man, but the Lord has pleasure in those who fear him, in those who await his gracious favor. Hallelujah, from all that dwell, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of bondage. You shall have no other gods but me. You shall not make for yourself any idol. You shall not invoke with malice the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not be a false witness. You shall not covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. Hear what Christ our Savior says. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. 
you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments stand all of the law and the prophets. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. And now we will hear, have our Black History moment. We will hear from Brother Stephen Clark. Press star six on your phone, Stephen. Praise the Lord. I'm excited today to present a Black History fact and moment to you. But before I begin, I want to start with the word of the Lord. Oh, Lord, you are our father. You are the clay and you are the potter. We all are formed by your hand. So I give God the glory for what he has done. <clears throat> As we remember Black History Month. Now, today I'm just going to give you some facts about this person. And at the end, I'll give you a chance to tell me who this person is. Hopefully you will know. This man was a legendary, charismatic American singer, songwriter, and civil rights activist, Zalo Singh, who died tragically, tragically very young. Known as the King of Soul for his captivating soulful voice and powerful, hopeful lyrics. He began singing as a child in a variety of gospel groups, including the Highway QC and Soul Search. In the 1950s, he began recording secular pop soul music, ultimately racking up over 30 top 40 singles. Some of his songs are entitled You Send Me, A Change Is Gonna Come, Cupid, Wonderful World, and Bring It Home to Me. Now that you heard those facts, can anybody unmute and tell me who this person is? Sam Cook. Sam Cook. Praise the Lord. You got it. So each week I wanted to feature a different famous African-American, but today it was Sam Cook. So that's all I have to say. Thank you, Brother Stephen. Excellent. And if you want to show a reaction, you can use the reaction tabs at the bottom of your screen. And uh, we thank you for that information about uh, Brother Sam Cook. Um, I didn't know all of that about him. Thanks so much. At this time, we will hear from the Ministry in Music.
Yes, wonderful is your name. All of my life, I've never known you to fail. You remain the same and wonderful is your name. At this time, we will, I will read the announcements. Because of the rise of COVID-19 cases around the country, including here in Indiana, Bishop John F. White has instructed us to close all church buildings until further notice. We will continue to meet via Zoom every Sunday at 11 a.m. COVID-19 is real. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mask up. Observe social distancing. Stay home as much as possible. All persons age 70 and older are now qualified for the COVID-19 vaccine. Contact the Indiana Department of Health for further details. Lunch and Learn Bible Study will be held this Wednesday at 12 noon on Zoom. Join in and get rooted in God's word. And we use the same Zoom that you are on right now. So please join on Wednesday at 12 noon. Join us for 30 for Jesus every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. on Zoom. This month, we are studying about being strong and courageous. <clears throat> Note the date change. Hey, Bethel, it's a surprise. Pastor James Foster and Tamitra Foster are being honored for their years of service and commitment to the Lafayette community by their church and other members of the Lafayette community. Each church has been asked to con contribute $200 towards this event, which will take pay place at Evangelical Covenant Church located at 3600 South Street on April 18th, 2021 at 4 p.m. Once again, that date is April 18th. Put a save the date in for April 18th, 2021 at 4 p.m. This will be a Black History Month celebration that will be held in April. And Pastor Willie Thompson of Abundant Love Outreach will be the keynote speaker. Remember, it's a surprise for the foster. Pastor Foster is working hard to make this event a success. But little does he know. The Pastors Alliance is holding a virtual Black History program on Sunday, February 28th at 4 p.m. Second Baptist Church is hosting this event, which can be viewed on Facebook Live and Zoom. A history of Black persons who have contributed greatly to the Lafayette Tippecanoe County area will be presented. For further information, oh, excuse me, further information to come, but put a save the date in for Sunday, February 28th. If you or someone you know is hard of hearing and could benefit from a no cost to you captioned telephone, please contact Stacy Bunes 
at 317-771-8890 or at clearcaptions.com. Please make pastor aware if there are any special needs or prayer requests. As part of living our lives on purpose and to achieve racial atonement, we will continue to join in spirit of unity with the Lafayette Church of the Brethren in prayer via conference call every Monday night at 7 p.m. Please call 712-770-4010. The access code is 268928. Sister Kathy Tandy has the church statements available and she will email them to you. You can let her know in the chat today if you would like to have your statement sent. We will observe the service of Holy Communion virtually today. Please prepare your elements so that they may be consecrated unto the Lord. Please remember to submit announcements and or circle of concern names by Wednesday at 5 p.m. Contact the pastor at 317-370-5304 to submit necessary information. Our thought for the week is from Dr. Mae Jemison. She was the first African-American female astronaut. And it says, Never be limited by other people's limited imaginations. Amen. And now we will have our circle of concerns. Our circle of concerns includes Bethel AME family and friends who are sick and shut in. Brother Steve Clark, Sister Adrian Howard, Tiffany Young and family, Sister Teresa Robinson, Tara Jones and family, Brother Leroy Keyes, Sister Charday Johnson, Bishop James O'Neill, Sister Sean Raymond, Brother Richard Womack Jr., Sister Marion Langdon and family, Pastor Greg and Sister Phyllis Bonds, Sister Jane Poland, Brother Howard Jones Jr., Bryce Wheat, Brother and Sister Williams and their daughter, Denise. Our nation and the world. Our presiding elder, Samuel L. Sumner, who celebrated his birthday yesterday, and his wife, Reverend Dorothy Sumner. Continue to pray for I'm sorry, my eyes are a little blurry. 
Please continue to pray for our pastor, Pamela Jones Horn, Pastor Steve Crane, and all pastors who are leading through this pandemic. Pray for persons phys affected physically and or fearfully by the coronavirus. Persons developing, distributing, and receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Pray for God's wisdom in the midst of uncertainty. Pray for all who are grieving. Pray because there are requests that are not spoken, but they are heard. Pray for those struggling with illness, be it physical, emotional, spiritual, or whatever ails. And pray continually for present and previously listed prayer requests. Thank you for your attention. And at this time, I'm gonna turn it over to Pastor Horn to acknowledge our guests. Amen. Now, I always ask this as I'm looking through because I don't see any first-time guests, but you may have someone in your home. So if there are any first-time guests on the line, would you please make yourself known? And if you have a church home, please let us know that too. Is there anyone here? Anybody have company that's uh, that can be included as a first-time visitor? Okay, so I'm just seeing home folks. So I'm welcoming all the home folk. Amen. Now, who, who's my singer today? I didn't clear that before we got here today. Who's my singer? Sister Tandy, are you my singer? Sister okay. Nicole. I sing, but I'm not gonna be able to show my voice, my face. <laughs> I think Sister Tandy beat you to it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hmm? All right. Welcome, one and all, into this holy place, place filled with love and God's abiding grace. Glad you came to worship along with us today. And if you need a church home, we hope you come to stay right here at Belfort AME, where Jesus is our King, where everyone is welcome. And God praises ring right here at Belfast AME, where Jesus is our King. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Everyone is welcome right here at Belfast AME. Right. Amen and amen. And amen. I'm hoping that everyone is feeling welcome because I feel welcome after that, Sister Tandy. Thank you so much. And now I will turn it back over to Sister Gardner. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I hope you all feel welcome like I do. 
Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you, Sister Tandy. Amen. Now we will have our service of giving, and I will, will be following Sister Ashley as she has posted the apps on the screen, and I will verbally uh, tell you about the different ways to give here at Bethel AME. God has been good to us. And the scripture says that trust God, that we trust him. And I'm sorry, I'm having a little mental block, but we know that if we trust God and we give him our tithes and offerings, he will open up a window and pour out a blessing that is so large, you may not be able to receive it all. So as we continue to bless others, as you heard today, continue to be a blessing to Bethel AME Lafayette, a historic church here in Lafayette, Indiana. We have a rich history here in this church. And it's important that we be able to continue the various ministries and maintain our building. You can please join me in giving to Bethel AME Lafayette through GiveLify or the Cash App. Our code for uh, the Cash App is dollar sign. B-A-M-E Lafayette. And it will also show up with Mark Howard, trustee, his name. That is through the Cash App. And you can go to Givelify. And in Givelify, be sure to specify Bethel Lafayette. Because as you know, by us being a connectional church, there are many Bethel AMEs throughout the nation and world. But we're Bethel Lafayette. The third way to give is by giving directly through your checking account, a money order, or cash. Um, you can mail your money orders and checks to... Uh, Bethel, Lafayette, 820 Ferry Street, Lafayette, Indiana, 47901. Or you can, you can uh, look for Bethel AB. Lafayette, give our trust, give Sister Kathy Tandy or myself a call. And we will be sure uh, to contact you about how to give any cash gifts. We thank you for your attention. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to give you back a small portion of what we have, you have so richly blessed us with. Father God, we know that everyone is not able to give, but we know that what the widows the widow who gave her might was blessed because she gave everything that she had.
So Lord, continue to lead and guide and direct us in our giving. In the name of Jesus, who is our Savior and Lord, amen. And now we will have uh, music from our ministry and music. And following that, we're going to have a sermon by our pastor, Pamela Jones Horn. And I'm going to say, preach, preacher, preach. And Pastor Horn always says, pray, people, pray. Let us prepare our hearts and minds for the message from the Lord.
Oh, how precious is the blood. Hallelujah. Yeah, I just saw that uh, in the chat, Sister Gardner. Yeah, I do appreciate it. For, if you all will come online. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to preach to yourself. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but yes, just come on and make yourself known unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm I'm gonna try to hang in there today because I already coughed that one big time. I'm hoping that's it. Uh being cooped up in this house, I, I declare I've had year-round allergies this year. But uh God is able. So Lord, we just thank you. We praise your holy and majestic name. You are awesome. You are magnificent. You are God. Now, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. For, Lord, you're my strength and you're my redeemer. Have your way in me. Have your way through me. And let we, your people, receive everything that you have for us this day. In the precious, holy, majestic, awesome name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Now, as we enter into the sanctuary, and some folk may think, wait a minute, we're not entering into the sanctuary. We're not at church. Oh, yeah. This here, the temple, and yours, as we enter into the sanctuary of our hearts. We are called to worship. The word worship can be a noun or it can be a verb. As a noun, worship is defined as the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for God. As a verb, worship is defined as to show reverence and adoration for God. It doesn't sound like there's much difference in the definitions, but beware. You don't want to be found guilty of having the noun without showing the verb. Now, you can look up the definition of get again, and then hopefully you'll get what that means. Amen. Now, in Old English, the term worship was used in place of worship. It was an expression of God's worth in our lives. How much is God worth to you? In today's society, God is often not deemed as being worth much in our lives. In fact, lots of people talk about God, but substitute other things in place of God. They often rate their jobs or their level of education or their significant other or their children or their country's ideals or their money or a host of other things as a substitute for the true and living God. So I ask you again, how much is God worth to you? And as you ponder that question, I'd like you to turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Exodus. That's the second book in the Bible, in the Old Testament, 
Exodus and turn to chapter eight. And I'm going to only read one verse today. I want you to turn to Exodus chapter eight, verse one. Exodus chapter eight, verse one. And when you found it, you can unmute and praise the Lord. You can uh, make a reaction on the screen. You can do whatever you please. Just let me know you've got praise it. the Lord. Amen. Amen. Exodus 8, 1. Amen. And the word of God reads as follows. Then the Lord said to Moses, go to Pharaoh and say to him, this is what the Lord says. Let my people go so that they may worship me. Do you hear that? Let my people go so that they may worship me. And the subject for this afternoon or right at noon is the only God worthy of worship. The only God worthy of worship. Now, some people may find this sermon to be a bit selfish. It, they might even think it's a bit arrogant. I find this sermon to be one that is confident without being arrogant. One that is selfless because I choose to speak what thus saith the Lord instead of what thus saith society in general. I declare, I profess, I proclaim that our God is the only one, the only God who can truly set us free. And I stand by that. Even if others disagree or are, uh, are uncomfortable with such beliefs, because we know society has a lot of different beliefs, but even if you're uncomfortable with that, I still declare our God is the only God who can truly set us free. But he doesn't set us free so that we can just do any old thing, just do our thing. The purpose for freedom is to worship the true and living God. In fact, no one can really make you free uh, unless they worship the true and living God. Nobody else can make you free. Nobody. So let's take a look at, at the text from Exodus for a moment. The children of Israel were held in bondage, and they weren't just in the physical bondage of enslavement in Egypt, but they also were in the bondage of spiritual enslavement because many of them were serving other gods. Because they lived in Egypt for hundreds of years, first in freedom, and then in bondage, many of them had forgotten who God is. They began to accept the God, gods of the Egyptians. They began to worship little g gods of convenience. They began to worship the little g gods that were popular at that time in history. They began to worship the little g gods that they created in their own imaginations or in the image of the people instead of the God that created them in his image. 
when God sent Moses to talk to Pharaoh and tell him to let his people go, God told Pharaoh why the people needed to be set free. God said, let my people go so that they can worship me. Now, this wouldn't have made much sense to Pharaoh and the other people in Egypt. I mean, after all, the gods of Egypt were many. They had a host of them. And they were considered to be more than enough. So God went about overcoming the lesser gods of Egypt so that everybody could see that he was the only God worthy of worship. The true and living God, our God, sent plagues that manifested themselves through the Egyptian gods and proved that he was the greatest of all. Now, I'm going to go through just a few of the gods because they had hundreds. Many people in Egypt worshipped Hapi, H-A-P-I, for those who like to take notes. Hapi, he was the primary god of the Nile River. Now, the Nile was considered powerful, strong. It was considered to be pure. It provided water for drinking and cleansing. But our God proved that he had all power and strength. Our God is the pure God. Our God turned the Nile into a bloody mess. In fact, all the water in Egypt turned to blood. Our God overcame the Nile and proved that without him, the people would continue to thirst and there was no cleansing without him. Our God is the only God worthy of worship. Some people worshiped Heket, H-E-K-E-T, Heket. Now this was the goddess of fertility, water, and renewal. She was represented by the image of a frog. Our God called the frogs up from the river and then allowed them to die, rot, and stink. For there is no newness of life without our God. Our God is the only God worthy of worship. There were some people who worshiped Geb. G-E-B, the so-called God of the earth. Our God called up lice from the dust of the earth, overwhelming anyone who failed to realize that the earth is the Lord at Lord's and the fullness thereof, or the earth is the Lord's and so is everything in it. Without our God, the earth is nothing but a dry place that leaves you itching with no relief. Our God is the only God worthy of worship. Some people worship Kepri, K-H-E-P-R-I. Now, Kepri was considered to be the God of creation, movement of the sun, and rebirth. 
This God was represented by one who had the face of a fly. Now, I don't know about you, but flies irritate me. I cannot worship a God with the face of a fly. But many people did. Well, guess what? Our God swatted that God. Yeah, that's a good thing. He appeared as a fly and got swatted. And demonstrated that creation, all movement, and being born again only comes through our God. Our God is the only God worthy of worship. There were people who worshipped Hathor, H-A-T-H-O-R. This was the goddess of love and protection, they say. The people believed that when you were loved, you always had more than enough to keep you, more than enough cattle and livestock, which kept the people well-fed and economically secure. Well, they, they were right on that part, but they were wrong about who provided that love and protection. So when the material means of love and protection died, the people suffered. The only way to have true love and the security of protection is through our God. For only our God can keep us. Only our God can protect us. Only our God really loves us because our God is love. And he is the only God worthy of worship. People worshipped Isis, I-S-I-S, the goddess of medicine and peace. But they ended up with boils and sores that they couldn't heal. There was Nut, N-U-T, spelled like nut. This was the goddess of the sky who couldn't stop hell from falling, from raining down on the earth. There was Seth, S-E-T-H, the god of storms and disorder, who couldn't control the locusts that overwhelmed the nation. There was Ra, R-A, the god of the sun who could no longer shine. And Pharaoh, the ultimate god of Egypt, a mere man that thought he was a powerful god who didn't have the power to control life and death, even when it was a life that he cared for. Many gods were worshipped in Egypt, but only one god could and can overcome everything that tried to overcome the people. Only one god could provide water that would allow us to never thirst again. Only one god could cleanse us of all our dirt, the dirt of sin. Only one God could bring life anew from what was once dead and stinking. Only one God made the heavens and the earth and reigns over it all. Only one God loves unconditionally and protects undeniably. Only one God heals completely, no matter what ails you, heals completely and brings peace even in the midst of a storm. 
Only one God makes a sun shine on the darkest of days and is the sunshine when life seems cloudy. That God is our God. Our God is the only God worthy of worship. Do you know our God? I'm just checking because, you know, I told you to think back earlier in the sermon about what you believed, who you worshiped, all that. So do you know our God? Some call him father, for he reigns in majesty and is the ultimate parent. Some call him the Holy Spirit, for he comforts and strengthens and provides courage to go from day to day. Some call him the God who sees us and loves us anyway. Now, you know that's some God when he can look at us and love us anyway. That's a mighty God. Some call him Savior, Lord, Almighty, Everlasting Redeemer. And some simply call him Jesus. Jesus. The God who was, the God who is, and the God who is to come. Jesus, God who wrapped himself in fragile flesh and came to make us truly free. Jesus, the one who overcame death, hell, and the grave and lives forevermore. Jesus, no matter what you call him, Just be sure that you do. Do you hear me? Oh, yeah, we got some different names for him, but you better be sure you call him. Our God is everything that we need, even before we know we need it. Our God is the only God worthy of worship. Worship him. Worship him. Give our God the glory. Give our God the praise. Worship him for our God is the only God worthy of praise, worthy of worship, worthy of glory, worthy of our attention. Our God is the only God that's worthy. Do you know him? Do you worship him? Oh, I'm not talking about talking about him every now and then. I said, do you worship him? When there's nobody else around, when they can't see you on Zoom and and there's nobody that can say, oh, yes, she was shouting. Do you worship him? Do you show God his worth in your life? How much is God worth to you? Is he worth you giving your life to him? Is he worth you giving him all the honor and praise and glory? Is he worth you sacrificing your life? Oh, oh, that's something different. Guess what? He thought we were worth sacrificing his life so that he could save us, so that he could be with us for all eternity. Our God is worthy of worship. 
Won't you give it to him? Won't you give him yourself first off? Give him your life. He doesn't care if you looking raggedy or not. And I say it like that, yeah, because some of us are sure enough raggedy sometimes when we get off camera, we get raggedy. And I'm not talking about our clothes. I'm talking about how we act. We can act sure enough raggedy. He loves us anyway. And he's willing to save us anyway. If there is even one person here who does not know Jesus as Lord and Savior, I don't mean you just call this name and say, yeah, I know him because I know his name. I mean, truly knows him, has an intimate relationship with him. If you don't know, won't you come to know him today? Won't you just give your life to him today? You can raise your hand and acknowledge that you're ready for Jesus. You can contact me in the chat. You can call me on the phone. It doesn't matter. But more so than getting in touch with me, make sure you get in touch with him. Make sure that you know Jesus and he knows you. Don't play. Don't assume. Don't kid yourself. You really need to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Do you? What's he worth to you? Do you have a church home? Do you have a group that comes together as the body of Christ to encourage each other? to lift up Jesus, to study his word, to know more about him and make sure he knows about you. Do you have a church home? If you don't, we would love you right here at Bethel. Oh, I've heard lots of things about Bethel. I keep hearing more and more. The Bethel that used to be. I don't care. I know the Bethel that is. And I know that we would love you the way the Lord loves you. Because that's the only way we can truly love. Listen, that's the only way you can really love me and I can really love you. Because sometimes we're like the dead frogs, riding and stinking. But because of God, because of Jesus Christ, we know how to love. And he takes that stench away. So if you don't have a church home, we'd love you at Bethel. Won't you come? Won't you give your life to Christ? That's the first and foremost. And won't you join with us at Bethel? We love you. Thank you. That's the song. Yeah, Jesus thought we were worth it. And listen, as raggedy as we are, he still thought we, we were worth dying for. Can you imagine? Not look, you know you better than I know you. And I know me better than you know me. And think about it. And Jesus still loved us enough to die for us and not stay dead but rise from the dead. Oh, what a great God. Thought we were worth it. Do you think he's worth it? You think he's worth it? Worshipping. 
I guarantee you he is. So, Lord God, we just ask that there not be one that is under the sound of my voice right now that does not know you intimately and that is not known by you for all eternity. God, you are the only Savior. That's not arrogance, that's confidence. You are the only Savior. God, please let us be sure that we have found salvation, which only comes through you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And when we have you, we rejoice. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Now let us prepare for the service of Holy Communion. You know, when we uh, first went into this pandemic, I, I never dreamed it was going to last this long. I really didn't. I kept thinking, eh, few weeks, couple months, we're going to move back into what we were doing. God said, nope, you're going to need a little time home. <laughs> but in the midst of this pandemic, we should have recognized a few things about ourselves. Like if we're not in a big group in the same place, will we praise God anyway? Do we shout when there's nobody else around? Or do we just do it if we in a crowd? God has given us a reason to shout. I'm telling you, he has. He has given us a reason to shout. And this service that we're going into right now is a reason to shout. We are to remember what Jesus did for us. He came to this earth and he gave his life on Calvary's cross for us us. He did it for all of us. But we have to be sure that we accept what he did for us. So let us get ready for the service of Holy Communion. I pray that you have your elements with you and they will be consecrated as we go through. You that do truly and earnestly repent of your sins, I mean for real, and are in love and charity with your neighbor and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near. Oh, you don't have to be in the building. You can draw near to God right now and take his holy sacrament to your comfort. And make your humble confession to Almighty God. Whether you're kneeling, whether you're standing, whether you're sitting, confess before God. Let us say the general confession together. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men. We acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed by thought, word, and deed against your divine majesty, provoking most justly your wrath and indignation against us. We do 
earnestly repent, and I heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father, for your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake. Forgive us all that is past and grant that we may ever hear serve and please you in the newness of life to the honor and glory of your name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, Father, of your great mercy, has promised forgiveness of sins to all them that with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto you. Have mercy upon us. Pardon and deliver us from all our sins. Confirm and strengthen us in all goodness and bring us to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Oops. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we shall at all times and in all places give thanks unto you, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty, everlasting God. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your holy name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Glory be to you, O Lord Most High. Amen. 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 Not yet. Amen. Not yet. <laughs> we do not presume to come to this short table, O merciful Lord trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful souls and bodies may be made clean by his death and wash through his blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Fourfold, yeah. amen. 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 Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of your tender mercy did give your only son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death on the cross for our redemption, who made thereby his oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that, his precious death, until it's coming again. Hear us, O merciful Father. We most humbly beseech you and grant that we, receiving these, your creatures of bread and wine, 
according to your son, our Savior Jesus Christ's holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread. Think about that. that that's in the same night, y'all. He took bread. And when he had broken, thank you, Lord, he gave thanks. And he gave it to his disciples saying, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, oh God, I thank you. He gave it to them saying, drink all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and many for the remission of sins. Do this as often as you shall drink it in remembrance of me. The body of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The body that took all the pain, took all the shame, took all all that was my fault thank you jesus thank you lord i received this and i am so grateful for what jesus has done for me and i know it was the blood i know it was the blood that's more than a song i know it was the blood and it was for me. And everybody can say for me for themselves, but I declare it was for me. I take it and I receive it and I'm so grateful. And each of you receive the bread and receive the wine knowing, knowing that Jesus gave his life for you. It's a personal thing. It's a personal Hallelujah. thing. Yes. Oh, that's a reason to shout. Thank I'm you. telling you. That's a reason to shout. Yes. yes. Hallelujah. 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 And now let us say the Lord's Prayer together. Remember that the Lord's Prayer is an outline of how we are to pray. So let's declare our Father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. And the word of God says that when they finish I see. This, uh, then they went out and they were going around the mountain singing praises unto the Lord. So we shall just say right now, what a fellowship. What a joy divine. And we have the privilege of leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness. Ha! That's a great thing. 
Because <laughs> we get to lean on Jesus. So I thank you, Lord. I thank you. And now, God, we've done what you've told us to do. And we're so grateful. Let us remember that you're the only God that's worthy of worship. And let us give you what you're due. In the precious, holy, majestic, awesome name of Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.